The GameCube is Cool podcast is a recorded and produced show from Toronto, Canada. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the GameCube was cool to find our $1 and $5 a month tiers. Special thank you to our Patreon supporters at the $5 level. I Rebel, Dean Donian, Jed Winters, Joey Sirico, Resident Evil Collector on Instagram, Tristan Pantorato, Wilshire, Link, Marty Thompson, Double Ugly, Bendito Benito, AJ Olson 11, Pixel.Wav, Austin Reynolds, Pedro Marquez, and CubeDude22. The GameCube, GameCube was cool. Hosted by Mike Lane and Neil Gilbert. So anyways, Mike, I think that's what we should do for episode 200 when we finally get there. Episode 200 in 2024, maybe. 2025? We'll see. If we're alive by then. Well, we're live right now, Neil. Oh, oh, well, sorry about that, Mike. Uh, But yeah, that's definitely going to be an M-rated episode if that's what we end up doing. Uh, But speaking of of, uh, episode milestones, Mike, today is episode 100, and I was having a shower thought this morning, and uh, I'm not used to, you know, doing three-digit episodes where we we say the number before every episode, right? I usually say episode 71, episode 83. Mm. Are you a 101 guy, or or do you think I should go with 101? You know, in my mind, I'd like to be a 101 guy. Yeah. But I feel like that's going to be tough to continue with. So especially when we get to like 173, 100, you know, I feel yeah. like it's going to be the 173. It's going to be end of the and 101. It just sounds so much better than 101. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, what, what should I do? I have to have some kind of consistency because like when, when I think about like a band name, like Blink 182, like no one calls them Blink 182. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start calling them Blink 182. <laughs> oh, that'll make me so mad. I think some people do. And at least when they first Ew. came out, like that's what people called them when it was like not cool to like them yet. Like no one knew what to say. It was kind of like the Hermione Hermione thing, I guess, when like no one had heard it said yet by the band. They just said, oh, Blink 182. So, (laughs) all right, I'm going to introduce this episode as episode 101. That's good to know. And so on and so forth. Mike, we had a pretty cool uh, movie release this week. Not quite a movie, more like an outtake kind of film. Bo Burnham's Inside, our movie of 2021, got uh, Bo Burnham's Inside outtakes on YouTube. What did you think about this release? Oh, loved it. Uh, I mean, we loved Bo Burnham's Inside. It was fantastic. This was just kind of more of the creative process and more fun songs, too, in there. There's there's so many in there that I was like, oh, I wish this was actually in the special. Yeah, me too. Uh, the, the Joe Biden song. You're really going to make me vote for Joe Biden. How is the best case scenario, Joe, Joe Biden? Biden. That's, a, that's a hot beat, too, that song, man. <laughs> I love that. I love Jeffrey Bezos, uh, uh, four, yes. uh, number four, three yes, and yes, yes. four. Uh, I love the... Um, uh, really like the chicken song when i first heard it i was like this is stupid <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it's like it's beautiful instrumentation and then i like listened to it again a couple of times i was like oh my god this is such a amazing stupid take on like uh the chicken crossing the road joke yeah. like this is so cool that he was able to actually do this yeah it's a rendition of why did the chicken cross the road when <laughs> yeah. you finally get there it's like oh wow this was an insane way of doing this it was yeah. incredible 
my favorite bits were uh, for one the cooking show one where he makes a peanut butter sandwich out of like the end bits of the loaf of bread. We're spoiling this whole thing for people that haven't seen it yet, but he makes like a peanut butter sandwich out of the the ends of the bread. He uses like disposable cutlery and plates. Oh, but he uses the fork that hurt my soul. <laughs> the that, plastic white fork. Oh, that was so good because he's like he's all out of knives and he's like like I said I'm never doing dishes again. <laughs> I love that part. And just the slow pan of the sandwich when he was done. It was it yeah. was terrific. And of course the podcast bit was absolutely terrific you and i doing a podcast in lockdown uh him doing his podcast with himself and having the the sponsor not manscaped but something like manscaped being a man sponsor. stuff man stuff it was so good manscaped is a sponsor of us and we do love them very much for it but just the fact that he made fun of that was just so relatable thinking about it though it's funny that like his outtakes video is funnier than any actual comedy movie i've seen in years yeah, like the outtakes, not even the actual right. inside itself. It just, uh, it's. I mean, the guy clearly is just incredible, an absolute like you know genius when it comes to just the the amount of time that he had to put into creating this thing too. I, I, I love I, I love that he was able to kind of you know show off more of this stuff, uh, especially like the Instagram stuff that he had to make mm. for the dioramas and everything. Yeah, and the um, when he did Welcome to the Internet, that was a song I remember watching. And I remember thinking to myself, like, man, he must have done so many takes of this because it is just one camera. So he's constantly kind of moving between uh, the camera and kind of stopping and restarting. And then, of course, they show it there of him, you know, stopping and restarting. And then all the different uh, little images of him trying to start the song and then giving up. (laughs) Yeah, falling out, like, as they screw up. That that was like a battle royale kind of thing of uh, (laughs) of him recording. Yeah, Brandon, friend of the show, Brandon, told me that last year. It was all filmed with one camera. I was like, no, it wasn't. He's like, no, it was. That was like the whole thing was he wanted to film it all with the single camera. So all of those shots are all unique shots that he did whenever yep. he changed uh, changed angles, I guess you would say. But yeah, terrific. It's hard to believe that like he made a one hour special, our movie of the year in 2021. And now it's like my favorite YouTube video of 2022. It just makes me think how many hours of content will we never see? Oh, my God. I can't even imagine how big the files that he must have. <laughs> that is one thing that I was always thinking of just as a you know someone who does do design and content creation like this like yeah i know how big <laughs> all these files are and i know and how much storage you have and kind of how you you can go a little insane mm-hmm. when you start having so much of it and it just kind of piles up digitally yeah uh and it's you know it's honestly the same as something like piling up physically so uh mm-hmm. he must have probably well i could see that he was kind of going insane <laughs> yeah with everything uh that he had on top there yeah it must be hell must be hell living in his mind no doubt and we only do an audio podcast like i can't imagine with doing video what yeah, that must be like God. like i'm constantly moving audio files around deleting stuff putting stuff over to external hard drives like it's just a nightmare so hats off to him really excited to see him hopefully again live someday in toronto but uh we'll have to see yeah, until then, Neil, maybe we'll get a chance to see Scooby-Doo again, because it's the 20th anniversary of the movie. I know, it's the 20th anniversary of Scooby-Doo, the live-action film. It was released on June 14th, 2002, so not quite the same day that this podcast goes live. That'll be a couple days after. But uh, yeah, Scooby-Doo went uh, went to theaters. Uh, I knew really little about Scooby-Doo in the early 2000s, but... This movie quickly became like one of my favorite films of all time. I originally said that as a joke, like when I was in high school and college. But after a while, 
while, I was just like, well, there's very few movies that I'd rather watch than yeah. Scooby-Doo, the original movie. So uh, just uh, gonna want to do a little bit of a look back on the film. It was released on June 14, 2002. It had a budget of $84 million, and it made $276 million. So it made its money back, which I'm happy to see. It even spawned a sequel and several spin-off films, and of course the cartoon What's New, Scooby-Doo. Going back to Rotten Tomatoes, though, has an audience score of 39, and the critics liked it so much they gave it 30. Well, as we know, Rotten Tomatoes cannot be trusted with their Obi-Wan percentages uh, because that's just wrong. And these guys are wrong, too, because this is fantastic. I love I love the first Scooby-Doo so much. It's so much fun. Um, Even Scooby-Doo, too. You and I actually saw Scooby-Doo 2 in theaters. I remember that very vividly. Yeah, I didn't see the first movie in theaters. Scooby-Doo 2 was when I finally came around and was like, okay, I need to see the <laughs> I need to see the sequel in theaters for sure, because who knows how long we're going to get to see Matthew Lillard, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Freddie Prince Jr., Linda Cardin... I always get her last name wrong. Linda Cardellini and Mr. Bean on screen together. Uh, absolutely a gem of a, of 2000s movie. It's not a film. Like, it's not going to change your life or anything, and it's not like a dramatic... Change yours. It changed my life, that's for sure. <laughs> Very true. It did get me slightly into pop punk. Like, we had some Simple yeah. Plan in there, some MXPX, some... Uh, some I almost said Sublime, some Sugar Ray in there, which is really nice. So it's got an all-around great cast, great soundtrack, great setting. They're on this, like, tropical beach. It's spring break. It's all good. Scooby's there. The gang is there. There's some drug references. There's some references to, you know, (laughs) boobs and stuff. It's all good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, great movie. So uh, hopefully going to look back on this movie again in 20 years with the same fondness. I'll probably introduce it to my kids at some point. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Who knows? Ooh, that could be a good movie. I love under 90 minute movies. Yeah, 86 minutes, man. Get in, get out, please. Like, and you can watch it. Like, I watched that movie several times in a day when I was a kid. If I had a day off school because I was sick, I would watch that movie on repeat. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Mike, I'm very good at wasting time. And uh, speaking of time, 100 episodes has passed. So I think that it's time that you and I do a look back on our first 100 episodes of The GameCube is Cool. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it, Neil. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 101 of the GameCube is Cool podcast. New episode every Thursday on all the major podcast services. We are the number one GameCube podcast on the internet. We're here to look back on all 555 North American GameCube games, one by one, sometimes 12 by 12. So far, we have covered 450 games. You can visit thegamecubeiscool.com to check out all the things we've been working on. The website was developed by our very own Mike Lane. That's me. That's him. Last week, we revealed our top 100 Nintendo video games of all time list as voted by the community, and we covered one of our favorite GameCube games of all time, Super Mario Strikers. If you haven't already, go back and check it out. This week, we are taking some time to touch base with each other and the audience to look back on our first 100 episodes of the GameCube is Cool podcast, uh, plus a few side mission episodes, of course, just to get a sense of how we think things are going, where we see things going forward, and unwrap what it's been like to be a weekly podcast for over two years. And if you're a podcaster or you're thinking about starting a podcast, I really think that this will be a pretty cool episode for you because uh, we'll probably share a couple tips on like things we wish we could have done better if we were to do this all over again. So with that, Mike, let's go back to the very beginning and uh, tell the story about how we started this podcast. Yeah, I'm going to say this uh, This becomes a, uh, a how-to. Uh, or it's a uh, podcasting for dummies. Uh, the, book, <laughs> the book, the podcast. Of course, of course. Yeah, I love those books. <laughs> they have to have a podcast, right? There's like no way they don't have a podcast. The for dum- Do you think they have a book or do you think they would have a podcast? That would be weird. Like what would they well, call I mean, it? Th- I don't know. Just like the For Dummies podcast. I guess, but I... I- Maybe. I'll, we'll make it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll it's just one brand. episode. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, this podcast, kind of the, the nugget of this idea, I, I would say, started in 2019. Mm. Uh, I worked at a small agency here in Toronto, and my friend Jan, 
uh, really charismatic, funny dude. He he was on a podcast uh, that was uh, it was just kind of about dating and relationships, I think, that his friend hosted, and uh, he did a fantastic job. He was really really good on it. Uh, I wanted to listen to it to support him, of course. And my CEO heard it, and he was a bit of a crazy guy, but uh, you know, always <laughs> throwing ideas out there. And he was like, "Whoa, uh, we should all host a podcast." And obviously, that idea died. Uh, <laughs> but, How many of you uh, were there? Like twenty. Yeah, but you know, it's it's he just had he had these ideas all the time. And Did he want twenty of you on a podcast at once? Was that the idea? I think uh, <laughs> honestly, I'm not sure what he wanted, but <laughs> but basically, the the idea got me thinking. I was like, okay, the Jan's friend put this kind of amateur podcast out that sounded pretty good and had like quite a few listeners, and that's kind of where I thought I was like, why why can't I just do something like this? This is honestly sounds pretty easy. So the idea was in my brain for a while, but I never really acted on it because, I don't know, no one acts on things unless there's something to provoke them. And, mm-hmm. well, the pandemic hit, and um, <laughs> that was a, provo- a, a way to provoke me for sure. And, you know, I was kind of bummed that I couldn't see my friends, and I also had some friends who moved away, and I wanted to find a new way to connect with them. Yeah. So I made uh, – so I wanted to make a podcast initially that was just going to be me. And I was going to have friends on and they were just going to talk about their lives for, you know, an hour. I didn't care if anyone listened, but it's just more to connect with people again. Um, but then one day in April of 2020, you and I, Neil, um, we had a little call with our group of friends. And I think one of the maybe friend of the show, John, made the joke that uh, that us talk, you and I talking about the GameCube could be a podcast, you know, just talking about the GameCube or video games and I think we got a little more serious on the topic, and I think you messaged me saying, "Hey, I, I think we could really do this. Like, we have we have the time, we have yeah. some extra money because we're not going into work and buying lunches or anything. So let's uh, let's research this." And you know, we did a bit of research on what it would take to put a legit podcast together, and uh, we got some equipment. We agreed on the format of talking about you know GameCube games, and then spent about two days going through the full library and making a, a database of games that had all the info we could find on them. That was a, a really fun couple of days. Mm-hmm. And then slowly started categorizing them. And the initial idea was to go a bit more chronologically, but we kind of drifted from that path because we realized it was better to just put things out when other people were talking about them, yeah. like Strikers. Uh, and, you know, uh, from there, uh, I'd say the f- first few episodes were a bit rough. Our sound quality was a little mm. all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Our pacing was a bit weird. We weren't consistent with anything. I, I was listening to a whole bunch th- this morning, and uh, it was funny to hear like just me introduce the show a couple times. I thought that was really strange. Yeah. <laughs> uh, big credit to a lot of our friends, though, for being straight with us and telling us what we should improve on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, I, there was a time even where... Uh, Neil didn't uh, record an entire episode, uh, and we had to re-record the entire thing uh, <laughs> because uh, that sometimes happens when we forget. I've forgotten too for some points, and uh, there's sometimes backups, but not always. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, things didn't really get super consistent. I would say until Sunshine. I think that's when we purposely put a lot of time and work into the episode because we knew it was going to be a big episode. We wanted to make it flow in the best way we could, and. I think after that, then we kind of developed um, a standard, almost template of, of putting episodes out, and we just, in my opinion, have gotten better and better, and uh, and our research has gotten more in depth. We started splitting editing duties, which freed up some more time, so I could work on other podcast-related things, like reaching out to other hosts and you know, kind of fine-tuning our knowledge. And yeah, 
that's uh, it's been an amazing ride so far, and that's kind of my that's my story, I guess, of nice. uh, of the GameCube was cool podcast. Very good. Mine goes back a little bit further than yours. I know you said probably back to 2019. My history with podcasts in general goes back to 2013. That's when I first discovered mm. podcasting. I never really heard of it before that. I, I listened to a lot of radio when I was a kid. That's really like my first talk show experience or mm. uh, exposure came from. I love listening to like whatever my parents were listening to, like 98.1 or 107.1 The Edge or whatever it was. Yeah, like I love listening to morning and night radio talk show hosts. But in uh, 2013, I was doing a lot of commuting to school. I commuted an ungodly amount of time <laughs> when I was like 20 years old. I'd uh, like, you know, get up at 5am to be downtown Toronto for 8am for a class. So I had a solid two hours each way, hour and a half to two hours, depending on the weather each way uh, to basically do nothing except for play video games because I can't read when I'm moving. So I had to either play a video game or listen to music. And you know, when you're when you're commuting for three to four hours a day, music starts to get old real quick. So yeah, yeah. you need something else to kind of break that up. And podcasting is what I found. And it was kind of the time when IGN was starting to really get into podcasting then. Like I loved listening to Nintendo Voice Chat and Podcast Beyond, as well as other spinoffs like All Gen Gamers. They were more like retro video games as opposed to IGN, which was more uh, current video games. And then those started to spin off into uh, other channels like Kinda Funny, which at the time was also known as the Game Over Greggy Show. I used to love oh, that yeah. show because they were more like off-topic podcasting where I was so used to just listening to video game podcasts only. I started to learn that, oh, people can actually talk about things other than <laughs> video games on podcasts. This is this is really cool. Yeah. And then now I listen to like Colin Moriarty, Colin Moriarty and other podcasts that we we go on sometimes. Like I like listening to the Back in My Day guys and Josh is Still Loading podcast and so many others. But yeah, that's really when I started getting into podcasting. And I, I thought back then, like the seed was planted then. I was like, man, this would be something really cool to do someday as a hobby took me seven years to act on that but still like I was learning how other people speak on microphones and just tips like having a strict schedule to to go by like like it's a tv show we're weekly like it has to be that we had a a topic in mind that you and I could both talk about for a few years now at this point Mm -hmm. which was the GameCube and uh, we have a good group of family and friends who I know I knew were going to give us some good uh, support and feedback on how we were doing like you said our friends give us honest, candid feedback like, hey, you know, you guys need to go more deep into this type of information or you need to stop saying this. And you and I even do that to each other, too. Like we've been friends now for 22 years, so we're not really afraid to tell each other, hey, stop saying this, which really helps like in order to help your speaking. And even sometimes like I'll come to you with something that I notice that I say that you don't even notice or you you come to me and say something that you say a lot and I never even noticed. So, yeah, yeah. And the sharing of the responsibilities was really cool, too. Like in the first three months that I completely agree. Like it was very much us, you and I just learning how to do this, how to record, how to speak, how to edit, uh, how to promote ourselves too. But then around sunshine, that's when we, we did definitely start to learn, okay, the podcast needs to have a rhythm. It needs to have a flow. It needs to have segments, which is really important, which I love doing. I love planning the segments of the show, like the mailbag. And, and now we have Patreon topics and, and, you know, the back of the case and everything that that's really the first episode where that happened. And then from there, it's really only gotten better. And I also went back to listen to some of our earlier episodes, <laughs> like episode, I was listening to episode one the other day oh, when I was sweeping I out. Like, dude, it's so crunchy. <laughs> you, you messaged me a couple of weeks ago, too. And you're, you're like, I'm listening to episode one right now. You look, you sound really defeated. <laughs> <laughs> you do. It's funny. Your, your, your like speech patterns or whatever didn't change until around Tony Hawk, I think. Okay. Or evil well, actually melee. You were pretty good, but, uh, it was like the first like five episodes. Yeah. You sound like you're speaking slow. Mm, like okay. it's, 
you're talking like this. Yeah, I know. I can sometimes talk like that a little bit. Yeah, energy. I know. <laughs> it's, it's really bad. I know I know exactly what it is. And I think it's probably got to do with the fact that now I wear like noise canceling headphones all the time. So I'm probably like yelling more than I would have from before. And I also lived with my parents in the earlier episodes yes. too. Now I don't. So I'm not really trying to keep anybody from listening. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, now I just don't. I only bother my girlfriend now. But uh, yeah. yeah, like two years have gone by now. And I, I know that some people occasionally... We hear people say, like we said a couple of weeks ago, that we haven't improved at all in two years. I mean, it's debatable, but uh, I like to think that we have. I can't. I can. It's night and day the difference between you and me talking on microphone oh, compared to huge. May twelfth of twenty twenty. Like it's completely different now. So I'm really happy with all the things that we've done, and I'm excited now to uh, let's maybe look back now on uh, the first hundred episodes, some of our favorite episodes, some things that we wish we could have done better, and some stats. I know you have a couple of stats to bring to the show today. Oh, got lots of stats. You know, let's let's start off with the stats here. Hmm. Um, one year ago, we had seventeen thousand downloads after a year, so that works out to about fifty downloads per day. And today, uh, as of, as of speaking, we have sixty two thousand downloads, and that's after two years. So that works out to be about a hundred downloads per day. Hmm. Doubled. That's pretty good. Very yeah, good. I mean, it's been amazing that we've basically been able to get almost 50,000 downloads in, in a year, Yeah, uh, which is just, just crazy. Like the download numbers, I, I think when we started in May of 2020, uh, I remember you saying, because I think <laughs> you asked, you're like, are there, is, there, is there anyone downloading us? Because we use Podbean uh, to, to record, and that's where we see kind of all our stats and everything. And I looked, I was like, oh, it looks like. Like 20 people downloaded us this week. I was excited about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were like, oh my God, that's really cool. I was like, yeah, I, th- I think that's how it works. I think those are 20 people. I don't know how these stats get, get put in here. Yeah. And I was like, does that include you and I? Like, is that our friends? And you're like, yeah, this is everybody. And I was like, I, I don't know 20 people. This means that I was just excited to think that like five or 10 people that I don't know downloaded our episode or our podcast that week and yeah it was that was really cool like and now it's like but by the time i wake up we're way over that so we get that just before 6 a.m on a regular day so it's it's grown quite a bit since that first week one of the craziest things for me was when spotify wrapped came out last year like for for 2021 and as a podcaster you see spotify wrapped like four podcasters so it basically kind of shows you where people are listening and how you've improved. For ours, the improvement stuff was stupid because it just was like such low numbers for 2020. Yeah. So it was just like, you've improved like 600%. I was like, okay, well, yeah, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like we didn't have a full year in 2020. Right. But um, but the really crazy one was when we saw that over 120 people, I think, had us as their number one podcast. Yeah, that was cool. On Spotify. That's like, that was amazing. And I think 500 had us in the top five. Yeah. I That was that one, you know, obviously the downloads are really cool to see, but like that might've been the craziest kind of, one that I like had to sit down for. I was like, whoa, that's yeah. that's a lot of responsibility, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> People listen to us. Yeah, we, luckily we don't get too political on anything. It's just video games. But still, yeah, it's, it's really – it's hard to like – because I get a little over-obsessive about like the growth and looking at the numbers. It's probably something it's I so need to – so much fun though. It's fun, but it's probably something I need to like check myself on some days because like I check our downloads multiple times, sometimes multiple times a day. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like – like it's hard like when you look at it day by day to see any sort of growth but like when i look at our first full month with this which is technically june of 2020 we had 317 downloads compared <laughs> to our best month which is april of 2022 at 4955 downloads like it's it's pretty crazy that like within 2 years we're looking at around 5000 downloads a month month which i honestly think we wouldn't be looking at this 
this soon. I thought it would be like, oh, maybe in 10 years, that's what we'll be doing. Uh, really having no <laughs> yeah. expectation of how this thing grows. Like I only ever knew about IGN and like maybe Joe Rogan or whoever, like the big names in podcasting. I didn't really think like, what's it like to start as people who aren't in any sort of industry, just two best friends looking to start a show. So yeah, that was, it's really cool to look back at where you start and where you are right now. And I, of course, have lots more stats here. Um, so back of last year, Super Mario Sunshine was our most downloaded episode, followed closely by Melee and Nightfire. And now, Neil, Nightfire is a uh, uh, hard number one. It is way above everything else somehow. Yeah. 007 Nightfire, number one episode, Sunshine coming in and number two now. And Luigi's Mansion hits the top three. And those uh, the top ten basically stays the same because, of, of course, we put an episode out every week. It's hard for a lot of these episodes to kind of catch up to each other. Right. And, yeah, so, of course, we know, you know, like, the, the top ten episodes are always going to be roughly the same because we put an episode out every week. Mm -hmm. uh, but I would like to tell you what the top ten episodes are in the last 12 months. Yeah, I would love to know that because I know, like, the top eight of all time. I like to keep mm -hmm. track of, like, episodes that make it over a thousand. So, yeah, let, let's go back on the last year. What have our best ones been? I bet it's going to surprise me. Well, let's start with number ten, Luigi's Mansion oh. at number ten. Okay. Uh, Pokemon Coliseum and XD, Hail Darkness, number nine. Uh, Spyro the Dragon episode, that comes in at number eight. Uh, Dragon Ball Z coming in at number seven. Uh, Harvest Moon episode that we had with Kate Gray, which was really fun. That comes in at number six. Okay. Resident Evil 4, ah, yes. one of the uh, biggest episodes that we put out so far. That comes in at number five. Uh, F-Zero GX coming in at number four. Mm -hmm. Super Mario Sunshine still holding strong at number three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mario Kart Double Dash, probably our biggest mm -hmm. episode of last year. That comes in at number two. And Neil, 007 Nightfire is still at number one for the last 12 months, even though it did not come out in the last 12 months. I was going to say, that was, what, November of 2020? That's yeah. And it's done better than anything we've done in the last... We should just stop doing this and just keep, <laughs> just, keep Nightfire. Just let Nightfire go. <laughs> <laughs> let Nightfire burn away. I looked at our stats the other day, and it was like, they got like 10 downloads that day, which is like not great by any stretch of the imagination. But for something that we did like a year and a half ago, it's kind of cool that that's, uh, that that's doing that. And we have eight episodes over 1,000 downloads going in ascending order. We have Animal Crossing, Mario Kart Double Dash, Pikmin, Launch Day, Super Smash Bros. Melee, Luigi's Mansion, Sunshine, and Nightfire. So about 10% of our podcasts have uh, over a 1,000 download rate, which is pretty good. That is good, yeah. And I mean, again, thank you so much for actually listening to these episodes the star wars episode has been doing really really well good same with the sonic episode uh so those two are probably going to hit a thousand relatively soon which is uh really cool to see yeah that star wars episode was definitely the biggest uh, one that we have done so far yeah that was tough <laughs> and, and uh we've we've gotten downloaded well so last time we talked we downloaded uh, or we had gotten download from at least one person in 72 different countries. Now we have over 100 different countries who have downloaded us, Neil. Sweet. Uh, which is over half the globe, including some fun ones like Gibraltar, Virgin Islands, U.S., uh, Guernsey, which is my, where my, my mom's family is from. Oh, crazy. Uh, United States Minor Outlying Islands. Sure. Uh, Brunei. Uh, only 25 from New Zealand. Which is really upsetting. That's uh, that's where I'm, I think, most upset with. We need to break into that market somehow. Yeah, like, come on. Like, we gotta, maybe <laughs> I'll call Brett from Flight of the Concords. If and, we did a uh, Flight of the Concords episode, that might do it. Or like, because <laughs> we did Lord of the Rings. I thought they might, yeah. like, you know, that's all filmed there. I'll, oh, I'll put New Zealand in, like, the title so we can get some <laughs> SEO. <laughs> yeah, we need some New Zealand blood in this, episode, in this podcast. But that's really cool. That's a lot of countries, dude. 
a lot of countries and a lot of providers where these people find us on as well. Of course, Spotify and Apple are the the big ones that people find us on. Mm. But uh, I found some some other fun ones here, Neil. Uh, Stage Fright. Never heard of this. Oh. Uh, Tizen Tizen TV. Okay. Xiaomi. Eye Catcher. <laughs> these don't sound real. These are the, these are the New Zealand guys. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> and the Xbox. That's right. The Good. it says the original Xbox somehow. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the ideal way to listen to us is on the Xbox. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, listen to a GameCube podcast on an Xbox. Any PSP downloads in there? No PSP downloads. No ah. UMD uh, GameCube with school discs out there. <laughs> but that's on. Too bad. On Spotify itself, uh, last year we had over a thousand unique listeners, and this year alone, or this year now total for the last two years, we've had seventy-seven hundred unique people uh, listen to our podcast, and that's just through Spotify alone, which makes up roughly thirty-five percent of our of our listenership. Now, Mike, I have to ask you something. I've we haven't talked about this in a in a long time now, and uh, I need to know: Do you mm. download our podcast still? Um. Sometimes I don't uh, I don't download it to bump up the numbers anymore. I did in the first year for yeah. sure, <laughs> trying to help our, our our numbers. But now I'll download it if I or like listen to it on Spotify if I need to find stuff. That's usually what I do. <laughs> or sometimes um, I'll like like the Star Wars episode for example. I did actually listen to like the first fifteen minutes because okay. I wanted to see how things kind of I don't know. Sometimes the compression can be different when you put it on to different uh, yeah different services so i always will sometimes check especially at the beginning because that's the part that i know i i care about the most because the most people will listen to at least the first like 10 minutes right then they bounce out usually it's because you know sound quality or the sound of our voices which we're not really able to fix all that well but yeah, oh, if, the, come on. If, if the audio is off or if like the timing is off <laughs> like if we accidentally screw up an mp3 file and like you're talking over me that's a problem so it's happened good to check yeah it has happened so it's good to check <laughs> that type of thing for sure yeah and we've also had, so last year we had 35 different guests on the show, and now we've had a total of 65 different guests Who on will this be show. the lucky number 69? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I want to know, too. And of course, friend of the show, Harrison, is number one uh, for, for most, being on the show the most, and I think enemy of the pod, Ramon, too, who is the official enemy of the pod. So I'm glad that we have that as, a, as an official title for someone. And technically, Victor has been on every single podcast. I know That's we don't true. count him as a, as a guest, but we have to give a huge shout out. We're halfway through this episode now, but need to give a big shout out to the unofficial third host, I guess, of the GameCube is Cool podcast. Our best, our best jingle maker, Victor, who made the intro, made the back of the case segment. Like those haven't changed since day one. Like I was listening to the intro of episode one and it's just like, wow, this really, we haven't really done anything with this. And it's still his voice and sounds he, so good it sounds so professional he nailed it on the first try the guy's an absolute sweetheart like he's never asked us for anything in terms of like credit like we we say victor hit us with that sweet jingle every week but like we never credit him in any of the notes or anything so <laughs> need to give a big shout out to him like he yeah, if we need him to do like a jingle for some random bit that we're doing for an episode he always stands in so did it uh, for the hundredth episode did it for last week so yeah like i i just want to give a huge shout out to him i don't think mm -hmm. i've even have i met victor in person i'm trying to remember I don't. I think very briefly, but uh, yeah, Maybe he in lives in Vancouver. Yeah. Now, so um, uh, next time we're out in Vancouver, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. If I ever go out to Vancouver, I'll definitely say hi to Victor and give him a big hug because he. This podcast would be very different without his voice on it. It honestly would, Neil. And uh, we've talked about the GameCube now on this podcast for over ten thousand minutes. Jeez. Uh, that's one hundred and sixty-seven hours or seven full days. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and 
that's is that edited time? That's edited. Okay. That's 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 how long the episodes are. Good. Okay, so it's probably twice that then. Yeah, we we probably spent about fourteen full days, uh, or roughly the equivalent of a friend of the show Zaffer playing on Final Fantasy fourteen. That's a fact. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a fact. And our longest episode is Star Wars, of course, at three and a half hours. Uh, the shortest is Unplayable Part One, a very early episode we did. I think episode eight it was. And, um, Neil, I'd like to take this time and go through a little, a little thank you notes here. Okay. Because uh, there, there's there's a lot of people that we have to thank. Um, our sound man, Victor, of course, you said, Neil, has been absolutely incredible coming up with all those hilarious bits. Uh, friends of the show, Marty and Jed, i got to thank them specifically. They've been super, super supportive throughout this whole endeavor. Marty giving me a lot of tips for how to run a podcast. He has done it himself. He's worked in radio for a long time. He's been honestly just a huge help. And uh, Jed, for being a very loyal fan, uh, I was uh, in the car. We went golfing together uh, the other day, and uh, Jed turns on the car, and we get to hear, I heard my voice, because <laughs> he was playing it in the car. He's like, oh, oh, embarrassing. <laughs> but uh, he's been uh, an absolute gem to have around, too, for this, and uh, has lent me a lot of games to play uh, for the GameCube, which I can't thank him enough for. Uh, Josh from the Still Loading Podcast amazing uh, mike and dave from back in my day uh ben and ryan from game punks helped us out a lot in the early going uh, kira aka toonie twirls cam uh, aka seapox uh, both amazing uh, legend of zelda people to know a uh, jedi geek girl i rebel for giving us tons of support and great questions every week for patreon or every month for patreon uh, and of course neil for sticking with me hey. in this journey yeah, that, yeah. Thank you to you too, Mike, for not not quitting on me. That is like something that we had to talk about when we started this. It's like, okay, this is going to probably take two or three years. So it's like not a small, uh, not a small commitment when we first started out. So absolutely, yeah. Like we've we've done an amazing job. Like you and I, just meeting up every week, sometimes recording two episodes in. I think we did two episodes in a day once. We'll never do that again. But recording two episodes in a week just to like get ahead of ourselves so that one of us can go on vacation. It's been an absolute pleasure doing this with you. And I can't wait to see where we go for the next 100 episodes. I also mm-hmm. want to give a big shout out to our families and our respective girlfriends too because I know when we started doing this podcast, you were in uh, in a condo and you were recording basically in your open area. So your girlfriend had to either get out or get into the bedroom. And when I started this, I was also – I was living at home and kind of commuting back and forth with my girlfriend i would sometimes record this podcast from my childhood bedroom basically and then sometimes record this at my girlfriend's kitchen table i now live with my girlfriend so some days i'm now in the bedroom every day recording this but still like our partners and our families have had to give up a portion of their homes while we do this and sometimes they can hear us talking uh, sometimes family are over while we're uh, while we're doing this and uh, they hear us just yelling basically listening to one side of a conversation which i can't imagine living around so must have to be really weird i know it must be really weird living with a podcaster but uh, have to give a shout out to the people that we inhabit with as well Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Have to give a shout out to the cats that I've fostered. That's uh, uh, they they are the ones who've truly had to suffer the brunt of this. Uh, and by having the door closed on them and constantly scratching at the door, asking yes. to come in and be on the podcast. Mm-hmm. All the cats, all the cats. None of my none of my. Do- I was between dogs when I did this at my parents' mm-hmm. house, so no no pets from my side ever had to listen to this this banter <laughs> back and forth. Luckily, but. Uh, yeah, that's really good for uh, stats and shoutouts. Uh, I wouldn't mind spending a couple minutes, though, maybe just going through some of our favorite episodes and some of our least favorite episodes so far. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, Neil. We got uh, – I, I had to go through kind of painstakingly and oh. uh, trying to figure out which episodes I really, really loved because I liked almost all of them. Honestly, okay. there's there's very few that I 
I look back on him as like, oh, you know what? This was a pain to record, and I don't love how it turned out. Okay. I'd say like 98% of the episodes we've done uh, have been like fantastic in my mind. Okay. Uh, but I do have a, a couple favorites here. Mm-hmm. Uh, BMX and Extreme Sports. That was one of the most fun episodes I've ever recorded. Uh, that was with Victor, Gavin, and Marty. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And uh, even um, during – I listened to that episode – and uh, or sorry, I listened to the the episode after that melee, and during melee, you talked about how much fun you had. You're like, that was my favorite time podcasting so far. Yeah, yeah, that was probably the day <laughs> when I was like, okay, this could be really fun, and this is something I can see. My, like, I hope every episode is like this. I remember yeah. like laughing and having a great time, and even like recording after we had hit the pause button, we were still talking about the games, and it was just it was just a fun time. And we've done that a few times since then. Yeah, but yeah, that was like where we hit something, and I was like, okay, this is this is going to be okay. Like the Simpsons episode was like that too. We had a great time talking to friends on that one. Uh, the Ribbit King episode, oh, yeah. the Strange Games, that was just a really fun episode to dive into really weird, <laughs> random games to talk about. Um, Nightfire, of course, was so much fun to do. That was like, it was like waiting for so, it felt like we were waiting for so long, even though it was only a couple months to do Nightfire, mm-hmm. because of course it's just what ties us to the GameCubes t- to this day. Yeah. Um, the Star Wars episode, even though that was five hours of recording, uh, that was a labor of love, and I had a lot of fun, honestly, talking about Star Wars with you for, for that long. Yeah. Uh, because it just felt like we were kids again. Uh, doing Harvest Moon with Kate Gray, our first time we had a real person, really, like, <laughs> uh, uh, on the show. Like, someone who's an actual game journalist, you know, she she knows the industry inside and out, and she was just so nice to talk to, and honestly is just a lovely person. So having her on was almost was like a big ego boost. I would say for us. Yeah, it was nice. Um, Double Dash, that was super fun. Any of the ones that we, we got to do, the the the, the radio style yeah, yeah. Uh, in the summer radio, that was a lot of fun. Fantasy Star Online, also a really cool episode because we got to have uh, Kayak, who was from the, the Discord server for Fantasy Star, and l- we learned so much about that world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord of the Rings, because Lord of the Rings is awesome. Uh, the Halloween episode, really, really fun. We had uh, my cousin's girlfriend, Robin, on and told that story about uh, Xander from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, when we got to celebrate 20 years of the GameCube and we got to do that live on the GameCube's birthday, that was really special. Yeah, that was great. I remember going over to your house like after work and being completely exhausted. So I don't even remember <laughs> I don't even remember what we played. What was it, like Double Dash, Tennis, uh, Metroid Prime 2? And, and Nightfire. Nightfire, of course. Yeah, yeah, that was that was what, just November. It wasn't even that long. God, my memory no. is going so fast. <laughs> my list is uh, very similar to yours, so I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But Super Mario Sunshine is like the first big episode that I remember doing just because it was like a, more of a production than a podcast episode. So that was just a ton yeah. of fun to plan. Nightfire is obviously super special game, super special episode. Love that it's top of mind for so many other gamers out there. I, we still get DMs, like people thanking us for covering that game because there's so little content on that game and it's unbelievable and really hope that a remake comes out at some point uh was really happy with how fantasy star online turned out like you said like that was one of the games i was really nervous about talking about because it's two things it's a jrpg which i don't like and it's a game on the gamecube that i don't own with a very popular peripheral that i also don't own Mm -hmm. and i was really gonna like i was really struggling in my mind like how am i going to talk about this game that i have no attachment to no memory of no intentions of playing and just learning so much about how that game is still being kept alive with modern technology like online gaming and discord having the one of the leaders of like the uh 
the server that's keeping the game alive come on the show to talk about it. I was I don't remember I don't remember really talking too much on that episode. I just remember listening because I was so enthralled by everything he was saying. I was just so engrossed in the story and uh, wanted to hear more and wanted to learn so much about this community. So that was really cool. Those are my favorite episodes is yeah. where I don't talk that much and I right. just listen to the people who come on because that's what I wanted to get out of podcasting. Yeah. Honestly, at the end of the day, was just to learn things and listen and have people tell these really unique stories that you can't just Google because right. that's like that's like my number one thing is I just want to get memories and cool stories from people because uh, whenever people are like, oh, you know, you don't talk about the facts enough or whatever it's like well it just it's not a wikipedia article you know this, right. yeah, <laughs> this yeah. podcast isn't a wikipedia article we'll obviously say some of the facts but google it if you're really interested in like exactly. very specific things exactly and uh like that that's really what i like about podcasting is long form podcasting where it's not just people ping-ponging quick sentences back and forth i really the ones that i listen to are ones where some of the hosts are basically let free to talk for sometimes a minute two minutes before the other host even says anything and it's really rare, I find, in a lot of other podcasts that I listen to where, you know, it's just people talking over each other and I can't I can't stand that. So yeah. we've gotten pretty good at that, I think, letting each other go and we kind of understand when each other's sentences are, are closing. But uh, speaking of podcast flow and conversation, my Pikmin episode is uh, one of my favorite episodes that we've done. I think it's finally time that I can tell this story on this podcast. And <laughs> that is when we went back to listen to my audio. We record these podcasts separate audio and then we kind of clip them together. Makes editing a bit easier. Uh, my audio was for some reason insanely staticky. I think it's because the audio was picking up my wired headphone mic and not my podcast mic. So it ended up being very basically sounded like I was recording from Mars. So I had to listen to everything, every single thing that I said and re-say it. So if you listen to the Pikmin episode, I'm not actually talking to Mike. I'm acting like myself, and we had to basically copy and paste everything I said into the episode so that it sounded like Mike was having a conversation with me. So, and Ramon was on that too, so yep. which made it even more confu- or more, like harder for you. Yeah, we didn't go back and re-record the entire episode. I just sat in my bedroom for basically two hours listening to myself talk, re-saying it, <laughs> copying it into the episode so that it sounded like I was in the room with everybody. So that's one of my favorite episodes because it does very well, and no one has ever said Neil sounds weird in this episode. Now maybe people will go back go back and check it out and uh let me know if you notice it now so i did check it out i listened to it i listened to like a good chunk of it and i i was like oh wow is this where we start to sound good because (laughs) because because your audio sounded really good and i was really impressed and and then i forgot like i was like oh right he re-recorded his audio like that's why it sounds so good yeah yeah that was funny i spent i spent several hours doing that because we weren't going to miss a week. That's always been my thing since we started this. It has to come out on Thursday and we're not going to do this again because we're not going to get that authenticity twice. That's for sure. So I would love to go back and revisit Pikmin again sometime in the next few years, maybe. But for now, mm. that's the way that episode is going to be for as long as this podcast goes on. Uh, another one for me is the Star Wars episode that we've did just recently. Like you said, it was fun to talk with each other about Star Wars like we were kids again. I love Star Wars. It was fun to do a three and a half hour podcast. I don't plan on doing that very often, but it was cool to try it because a lot of the podcasts that I listen to are that long. And I just wanted to see what it's like to do that. And it gives me so much more respect for people who make <laughs> podcasts that long. Yeah, yeah, that's just crazy. Like, yeah, it, it was a lot of work, and uh, I can't imagine. I can't like the the fact that people are able to do that. Not every week. It's like for a lot of these long ones, they, they'll do it maybe once a month. But yeah. if there are podcasts out there who do do once a week, 
like three and a half hours. Good on you. Good, good on, on you. Good on you. Most of those are the ones that get paid to do it, so that's their job. But sure. <laughs> we also have full-time jobs where we work 40 to 50 hours a week. My last two favorite episodes that we've done are our two April Fool's episodes. The PlayStation yes. 2 was cool back in 2021, and this year where we did the Sands of Time episode completely in reverse. Both episodes took a bit of effort because we had to basically rejig the formula of what we do on a weekly basis. It's a really hard exercise to do, actually, especially the Sands of Time one where we went backwards. Yeah. That nearly broke our brains. We had to have several <laughs> meetings offline trying to figure out what order everything went in, and uh, it turned out pretty good. I think so, yeah. And it's funny looking back because I remember when I, I pitched this idea to you uh, just for April Fool's episodes, I, I got this idea because when I worked at a newspaper when I was in, in college, uh, we would do an April Fool's issue of the newspaper every year. And I thought it was the, the, the cleverest, funniest thing to do to just, you know, completely go off the wall and do whatever you wanted. Yeah. And um, uh, the first thing that came to mind definitely was like doing a PlayStation or Xbox was cool kind of a, yeah. a podcast. And I remember when I first pitched it to you, Neil, you didn't really like the idea because uh, you were like, you know, this seems like a this seems like just like a bit and not like a 30, 40 minute episode. Right. But um, but as you I, 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 I like distinctly remember as we were recording, I could like tell your excitement while you were doing it. You were honestly just like having so much fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think I remember wanting to do it after because at first I thought it was just going to be the intro was going to be. That. Yes. But then yeah. my idea was that it was going to be the PlayStation 2 was cool, but we still talk about games on the GameCube. But then you said, no, no, we're going to do PlayStation 2 centered epi- uh, games, basically. And I was like, oh, so we're basically completely doing the universe. PlayStation 2. Yeah, that's where it was like, oh, OK, this is yeah. what we're doing. And yeah. this year we, we probably could have done the Xbox was cool, but that was just what everyone was expecting us to do. Yeah, yeah, you got to do something fun. Yes. And, and although we did accidentally uh, change the, P- the name of the Instagram page <laughs> to the PS2 was cool podcast, we learned. Uh, we learned it's okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was it was a funny bit that kept on giving. But a lot of people honestly got fooled by the bit, which I'm so happy about. Yeah, uh, we had a, quite a few messages of people being like, "I I was about to unfollow you guys because I didn't." I was like, "I don't follow a PlayStation 2 podcast." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel bad for anybody that jumped in to us uh, on April Fools this oh, year because God. they must have been completely lost. That one, that was an interesting concept. I don't know if we'll ever, we'll ever do it again. Uh, we'll never do the same April Fools joke twice. So no, no, that, no. Obviously, no. but we've already got ideas for next year. Yeah, yeah. We're already workshopping new ideas, but still a fun <laughs> exercise to do because it really so did take some homework to do that. But those are two episodes that I'm super proud of that we did, and it is a fun thing to do every year on April first for sure. Can't wait to see what we do next year. Yeah, and you know, this year we still have a lot of great episodes. Uh, we have our radio episodes, like I said earlier in the show, Super Mario Sunshine and Double Dash on 97.8, The Cube FM. Uh, and uh, we will be doing that again for Mario Superstar Baseball. That'll fall around the same time, July of 2022. So mm-hmm. that'll be a, a ton of fun to, uh, to go back to the nexus of the universe first and first. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love those radio episodes. They're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. We've, of course, had a lot of side missions, too, which has been a nice way to kind of take a break from the episodes and, and just the GameCube in general. We talked about Games on the Road. That was our first one that we did while we were at the cottage. We did Games and Consoles as Gifts. Uh, we did our GameCube Classic Wishlist. We did Let's Save the GameCube, which is probably my favorite one that we've done because that was actually really fun to kind of dive mm-hmm. into why the GameCube failed and and really looking at, like, could this system have been saved? And then we did the video game box art episode where we talked about just box art in general for video games. And of course, as a designer, I love doing that. Yeah. And our most recent one was uh, our Easter eggs episode, which yeah. was a lot of fun to do too. 
Yeah, that those ones are really good to just break up kind of the uh it is fun to just break things up a little bit because it does get tiring to do to do this like on a weekly basis. It's still fun, but there's always like those weeks where sometimes I think it was last year, maybe spring, where like it was a month and a half or so where we did like un- unplayable and then movie tie in and then puzzle games and like Cabela's <laughs> yeah. hunting. And I was like, after five weeks of that, I was like, <laughs> thank God we're doing like some random game that wasn't even that great. But still, it's like it's nice to throw in those episodes where we don't have to do a ton of research and, you know, find the back of the case and find the price and find a bunch of facts and watch gameplay or buy the game or download an emulator and play it. So it's a good it's a good thing for us to do. Otherwise, we would we would definitely burn out. And that's something that I'm really proud that you and I have not done yet in the last two years, which is burnout. We haven't taken any time off really from doing this. If you scroll down, we haven't missed a single week except for last September, but we made up for that where we put out two episodes in a week. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we've done a really good job of balancing, balancing this hobby with, uh, with our real lives and, and still putting out, I would say a pretty quality podcast too. That James Bond episode, which was the one that we put out on the Monday of that same week, uh, is I think Beautiful Joe, the Capcom Five. Yeah. Because uh, I was away uh, going across the country. Um, that was like honestly maybe my proudest moment of the entire <laughs> podcast because that episode sounds so good. And I remember after, right after recording it, I was like, wow, that might be the best like performance I've ever given <laughs> on, on a podcast before. And I think I knew as well, like we were just, uh, we hadn't talked to each other for a while or like a, a month basically on air, right. but we just got right back into it and we were so uh, like efficient. We had a bunch of guests on, we got through them really fast too. Everything was just was, like worked perfectly. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was like the nicest feeling when we were done. I was like, wow, we did it. That's sick. I know. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. And we continue to do that too. Like we still talk to each other every day, basically about this podcast. You know, we talk about when we're going to meet up, what, what research have we done? Can you edit this? Can you edit that? And uh, another thing that's never happened to us before, and I don't think that we've had like a serious argument about anything to do with this podcast yet. Like there's been no controversial opinions, nothing where like we kind of stopped talking to each other for days on end. Oh like, God. No, I don't think that would happen. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm, I'm like, I thought it would be a we possibility. Have, like, Cause like, we're kind of like not business partners, but we're, we kind of business. are like, it, it, it is kind of a business now at this point, we do make some money doing this, but still like we haven't had any sort of creative indifferences. Like we've had disagreements, but we usually come to some kind of a, a middle ground on just about every single thing that comes up. I mean, I think that's that's the the big thing is when you're doing a podcast and when you do have a partner, you kind of have to give a little each way. And yeah. and it's obviously very easy when you're friends for over 20 years because you sure. can kind of just like you don't have to beat around the bush about something. Yeah. You know, it's just if you have a problem, it's just like, hey, this is how this is going. It's like, OK, well, let's let's talk about it and yeah. change it. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're going to always have discussions about stuff for sure. And uh, we'll have like arguments about things but like a uh, uh, you know uh, a civil argument <laughs> about something not yeah you know me i would i would never just ghost you and yeah, not yeah. talk to because you because we disagreed this. on charlie's angels you're not going to talk to me for a week that'd be hilarious charlie's I... angels is one of the gems <laughs> on the gamecube fight me <laughs> i think that the closest thing to an argument that we ever had and this didn't make it it was during recording but i think it got cut out was in the um was it unplayable what what game did the animaniacs game what what episode was that was that platformers 
Um, it was the Animaniacs episode. I don't remember what episode it was yeah. now, but you and I had a conversation about Pinky and the Brain, and you were oh, yeah. adamant. You were adamant that Pinky and the Brain never was its own TV show, and I was like, yeah, "Yes, it." When you were like standing your ground, we, we <laughs> cut that out. But that was like the closest to like I could feel you getting angry at me. Uh, but it didn't make it. Maybe that audio is somewhere I think it was out angry there. Angry at the world because I just was like, I felt, I felt targeted. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, there's no way Pinky and the Brain had its own show. Like I, I, I just completely always associated it. And you know, rightly so, yeah. with Animaniacs. Yep. And then, yeah, it turns out that for a couple of seasons uh, near the end of the Animaniacs run, they, they made Pinky and the Brain its own show. I just honestly did not know, and now I know. Yeah, we were towards the end of, like, an eight-game podcast at that point. I think I was just tired and, like, did not want to argue with you about one of my favorite <laughs> cartoons as a kid. So God that's, damn it, that's, you should know this. And then you sent me your MP3 file, and, like, it was missing that entire part. It just cut ahead, like, three minutes. I was like, yeah, oh, I like... just was like, oh, let's get rid of this. <laughs> you cut it out I was completely. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the closest thing, though. But, yeah, like... two years 100 episodes plus nine or ten side missions and we're still still best friends still planning on doing this uh for a long time we have about 105 games left we figure probably about what 25 to 30 episodes left probably plus side missions is a good a good estimate so mike i gotta ask you what kind of things do you still want to achieve with this project before it's all before it's all done Oh, that's a good question, Neil. I mean, I think the the big thing is that I don't want to miss a week uh, until we're done. And I don't uh, want to miss a <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to miss a week until we're done uh, the, the GameCube portion uh, and like finishing all the games. Uh, I think one thing I'd like to achieve is really be able to to talk properly about some of the games that are coming up that I haven't played. Um, mm. that's something like Beyond Two Souls, uh, or no, sorry, that's another game. <laughs> Beyond Good and Evil, yeah. Beyond Good and Evil, uh, the Metal Gear game, uh, there's a cut like Bait and Kaitos, like those are some games that have a really big cultural impact on a lot of people, and I want to actually make sure that I play them and understand them before I talk about them. Like, uh, we've talked about this before, I don't care if I have not played Cabela's Big Hunts 20, 2005. Like, right. it's it's not... I know what this game is going to be. It's a hunting game. You know, it's There's there's not this in-depth to it. But, like, something like Beyond Good and Evil, um, you know, which is made by the, you know, the guy who did Rayman and everything, I'm really curious about that game, so I do really want to play it and, like, get into it and involved in it so I can yeah. talk about it in, like, a, a proper way. Like, I always find when I talk about games that I've actually played, I can talk about it in such a much more seamless way. Like Strikers last week uh, and for episode 100, that was so easy to talk about because sure. we played it for hundreds of hours and I barely needed notes for it because I hate reading off of notes when I do the podcast. Yeah, I do too. And I try not to. I know that I make, I definitely make way too many verbose notes and it's, it's hard not to because I don't want to get stuck in a in a show not knowing what I meant to say or missing. No, no, something it's, it's important but... to like write it out though. Yeah, and it, I, it, I and I can't force memories of games that I didn't play back in the yeah. day either. Like I can't <laughs> pick up, you know, I I didn't play Beyond Good and Evil when I was a kid, and I plan on picking it up. I did buy it earlier this year. The game disc didn't work, so that's great. But I'm not going <laughs> to pretend like I played this game back when I was 12 years old. No, like, no, I'm, no, no. I'm going to have this this opinion on this game uh, as an adult, and after playing years of modern gen games and past gen games, it's going to definitely change my opinion compared to something like Nightfire, which I'm never going to be as passionate about another GameCube game as I am with Nightfire. Yeah. Probably. Like, maybe I will be, but, like, it's not going to happen. So uh, it's hard to, like, inject those memories. And that's why we bring on so many different guests of Mm -hmm. varying areas of the world and different ages like we have people that are way younger than us we have people that are a little bit older than us we have you know people of different you know sexes come on and everything so it's it's good to get all of those different uh different opinions 
And that's one of the things I love about the podcast is that the fact that we get to have people from different walks of life and people who are like hardcore gamers know everything about a game and then people who just really casually play the game. Yeah. Because you do get really completely different perspectives on stuff that that makes it worthwhile. But uh, Neil, what what else do you want to get out of uh, this podcasting experience? Yeah, that that actually kind of uh, transitions really well into something that I'd like to achieve. And I like to get people coming on with different experiences with games, having people that dive so deep into something like fantasy fantasy star online or having someone who just barely played uh disney's magical mystery tour (laughs) (laughs) that we did a couple of weeks ago uh but i'd like to start to try and be more uh i guess uh assertive and reach out to more video game developers either of the from the gamecube era like people who developed games for uh nintendo back in 2001 uh or developers who are developing games today like i Mm -hmm. i love indie games and i've actually started to do that on some of my downtime to reach out to some indie developers of games that i like and i have one on a hook so i'm hoping that maybe in the next uh (laughs) next year or so i'll at least have one of those uh one of those developers achieved so we'll have to see but yeah i'd like to start to talk to people more people from the industry like you said we had kate gray come on the podcast twice now And uh, I'd like to keep doing that. Not that I don't love having our friends come on or people, civilians like myself come on, but I would like to try and go the other way in the spectrum and start to get people from the industry onto our show. I think that that would be a lot of fun. It would be a lot of fun because those episodes are really, really cool. And like I said, definitely feel almost ego boosting, like (laughs) to have um, John McComb come on, the the in-game announcer for the NHL series. Uh, for basically our entire childhood and then hit, have him say last minute of play in the third period yeah like, that was one of the coolest moments ever i know that was really cool like moments <laughs> like that are just so sweet and i don't want to like bring people on to the show just to kind of justify ourselves as a legitimate podcast i want to do it just to get that that other perspective too like that's kind of where i'm starting to think about with podcasting it's not so much just getting the next big name the next big name it's just different perspectives of things and it's yeah. it's fun to get gamers come on but it's also fun to get people developers and publishers and and everybody else that works on video games i really want to understand this industry a, a lot more and that that's a way that i'd like to kind of celebrate this podcast a bit more and that's my next kind of thing that i'd like to achieve and that's to not look at download stats as much anymore i want to try and measure <laughs> the success of this podcast by the guests that we have on like you said we have 65 people come on like i'd love to get that to 100 and like just meet and hear new stories and everything as opposed to just, you know, waking up and thinking, okay, I hope we break 500 downloads today or something. Yeah, that's, that's, that's totally fair. And that's a good way to kind of set goals and think of growth for this podcast because yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we will plateau most likely at some point we will plateau. So, um, maybe, uh, maybe, or you know, who knows? Because we seem to keep going up. So, um, but yeah, I would love to have some, some more kind of industry insiders on the show to just hear their stories, but then, uh, then Kano counter that with some, uh, very casual players of some of these games because, I think that's the the big thing about this show is that I like talking to people who aren't, you know, really, really into that world. Uh, But then I like, you know, kind of switching it up and then talking to people who are completely and only in that world. Right. Uh, Because you do. And sometimes you get the same opinion, which is really, really interesting. Uh, And then, of course, getting people from different countries. Like we've had people from the UK, Australia come on uh, and their experiences are very, very different from ours. And it's really, really cool and interesting to talk to them about it. Yeah, no, getting people from other countries is a lot of fun. I love that. I mean, getting the time zones right is sometimes complicated with the DMs. 
Um, but no, just worrying about like plateauing, like you said, like, I think that if we keep focusing on the content and the quality of it, getting good voices coming on, like, I'm not worried at all about the podcast plateauing. Like if, if we're worried about the quality and worrying about improving ourselves, like people will find it as long as we keep improving on that. And that's, that's why I'm never worried about our, our show plateauing in terms of download numbers. And that's why I want to start to get something else to, to sort of achieve as opposed to just the next highest download day. Let's just work on getting the next coolest guests that we could possibly find. I like that, Neil. And because this is episode 101, a couple people reached out asking, episode 101, is this like a, you know, podcasting 101? Is this (laughs) going to be your your tips for podcasters? And Neil, I know that you have a couple of of tips that you'd like to kind of give aspiring podcasters out there. Sure. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to podcasting 101, (laughs) the class not offered in any college in North America. So we're offering (laughs) it to you here and now. My first tip to you when you're starting a new podcast, I'd have to say would be figure out your show's theme. And that doesn't necessarily mean for the entire career of yourself as a podcaster. I just mean sit down, come up with maybe the first 20 to 30 episodes, but it has to have a theme to it. Like maybe stick with a console or a franchise. Like if it's about Star Wars, it's about Star Wars. If it's about GameCube, it's about GameCube. We went overboard with this and went with an entire GameCube library, which is another thing that you can do if you so choose to do so. But there's so many podcasts out there that are just generic or I guess, what would you say, Mike? Like just about everything, you know, like they'll sit down one day and they're talking about a movie and then the next day they're talking about a game and maybe they're talking about the news, which is a whole other thing entirely. But it's kind of hard to like come up with themes or to come up with segments and reoccurring themes that like you and I have come up with if you're constantly jumping from topic to topic. So for the first couple of months, if you're just getting started, I would come up with a theme to stick to and just kind of develop yourself as a host doing that for a while and then maybe think about uh, segueing to other things. But for the first couple of months or years, uh, try and come up with something constant to talk about. What about you, Mike? What's your first tip? Well, I would definitely agree with that for sure, Neil, because that's super important to kind of start yourself off of the, on that theme and kind of structure yourself. I find a lot of podcasts, yep. uh, especially when they have like like two or three people on the show, they don't uh, or they'll kind of forget like who's hosting, like who's the one kind of driving things. Mm. And uh, that's something really important. And, you know, this leads to my point here, which would be pick a good partner to podcast with. Now, if you can, you really want to be able to trust your partner to share responsibilities. Uh, I think podcasting alone is amazing and it is an amazing endeavor. And if you do it, you are a god because that is really, really hard to do. But if you want to have a little bit of help, I'd say having one or two people with you as a team would be amazing because just because if you can't do it one week, uh, if you're too overloaded, you can always hand it off to someone else and mm-hmm. everyone can kind of help each other because the name of the game is consistency. That is uh, the biggest thing I think in podcasting is just, and any me- uh, content creation is consistency. If you put out a good product every week, every month, whatever it, you, you choose to do, people will come, people will listen. Yeah. So I think making sure that you're consistent and that kind of goes back to having a good partner to podcast with. Yeah, a partner that you can rely on to help you with editing or help you with researching. Like mm-hmm. I, I know that like our friend Josh from the Still Loading podcast, he does his pretty much weekly, I think it's every week podcast by himself where he interviews somebody. Sometimes yeah. it's just him talking. And I think when he started out podcasting, he said he did have a co-host who eventually fell off. 
Uh, I, if, if you ever quit on me for this, I would just stop podcasting. There's no way, <laughs> there's no way that I, I would at least look for another host or I would just give up. Like, there's no way I, I do not have the, uh, I do not have the confidence to do this on my own. And I don't have any, any ideas of doing this on my own. So some people do, like I can understand some mm-hmm. people just want to be the host of their show and that's completely cool. Uh, so either decide right away if you're going to, if you're going to do this alone or if you're going to do, do it with a partner and pick the right partner. Like definitely don't just jump with the first friend who's says that they want to do a podcast with you try and do like a little bit of an analysis of their character first like not someone that you just met in college maybe somebody that you've known for a couple yeah. of years at the very least someone that you live with you're a roommate with something like that it's a good way to start it's funny just like thinking of partners and you know how hosting duties and everything works and i find for us we actually have a really good balance because i would say in the episodes where it's just you and i on or at least the parts where it's just you and i on you definitely take the lead, which I, I love, uh, and you are able to kind of drive conversations really well. Yeah. And I find when the hosts come on, then it's like my turn. Then I, I lead the hosts. I kind of am able to to push them through and and, and uh, am able to, I guess, figure out where we want the conversation to flow to. Yeah. And then when they go, then they leave, then it's back to the Neil show. And I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite things about uh, podcasting with you. I notice it too. We've never even discussed that either. But yeah, when we have guests come on, you almost instantly like start asking the questions sometimes i try to sneak my own questions in there and you respectively let me which is which is nice but yeah you always have like a great rhythm and order of questions to ask so i just kind of let you let the guests you know speak to each other it's also really hard to have three or four people on a podcast at once where none of us can see each other so like it's really hard to tell when someone else is about to talk so it helps if one person is leading that conversation in this case it's you and then in between everything or if it's just you and i i like to try and have a few questions ready to go like for the most part the entire intro of every episode i come up with basically for the first 20 minutes of every episode i love doing that that's a that's a fun thing for for me to do (laughs) that's good (laughs) another thing that i love doing or i loved uh coming up with when we were starting this podcast was i said and you agreed with me right away was that the podcast needs to come out every week and we can't miss a week that was that's my next tip for starting a podcast it doesn't have to be every week but you definitely have to stick with a schedule of some kind if it's bi-weekly or once a month that's totally fine if that's all the time that you have to do it but stick to that. That way your listeners can know, your audience can know to rely on you to come out with an episode the first Monday of every month, the last Monday of every month, every day, or every Thursday, like what we do. Uh, it just helps. Uh, it sticks. It, it keeps you also on a rhythm as well, on a schedule, because if we didn't have this routine of every Thursday, we, we wouldn't be on episode 100 right now. We'd probably be on episode 15. <laughs> yeah, that's very true, honestly. <laughs> and with that, I'd say, you know, keep consistency up with your duration as well and um have a rough time that you want to kind of figure out in terms of you know how long you want episodes to go but never try and cut yourself off yeah to a certain point of time that was one of the best advice that i got from um from the show marty was like uh for him he was like honestly i like it hearing people just kind of keep going on topics you know when something interesting comes up and then they kind of expand it for half an hour yeah that's awesome like that because that's how people talk right people don't talk on a time like (laughs) with a stopwatch and and i think that's really important but just you know have a rough time in mind you know i want this podcast to be between an hour and two hours like an hour and a half or two hours like that's always good to have that in your head so when you're doing it you can kind of be 
um, uh, I guess cognitive of of how much time you're 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 spending on it. But definitely don't try and uh, limit yourself to an exact amount of time. No, yeah, I, I I knew that when we started this too, just based on other podcaster that other podcasters that I had heard who had kind of cut their teeth on podcasting on IGN because those podcasts are timed. They have to be out of the room yeah. that they're in at a certain point, and none of them like that. When they finally left IGN, they said like they hated being constricted to had to be out of that room in an hour so they couldn't dive as deep terrible. into certain things. Yeah, it is. So when you and I started doing this, we decided we, – we knew that every episode was probably going to be between an hour and a half to an two hours and 15 minutes approximately. And that's pretty much what we've stuck to entirely. Aside from the side mission episodes, we try and cap those off at an hour. It's not consciously. It's just that we don't really want to talk off the cuff for that long. The only <laughs> episode I think where we sat down and said like it needs to be this long was Star Wars where we wanted to make it three and a half hours just to see if we could do it. <laughs> yeah. We did a good job with it, but we've never been like, okay, it's going to be an hour. Then we're going to get out. Unless like one of us has to be somewhere like a sporting event or a concert or we're just tired. We really don't rush each other <laughs> at all. And it does no. help the conversation a lot. And it, it just helps you kind of keeps the flow going, keeps the flow going properly. Mm -hmm. The last tip I have in this class for podcasting 101 is <laughs> invest in a little bit of equipment when you get started. That doesn't mean you need to buy a studio or, you know, rent out rent out studio space or buy really expensive microphones, but you probably need to spend at least, I would say about a hundred dollars on a good microphone and a good pair of headphones as well. Uh, the sound quality is going to help a lot. I know that you can start a podcast just huddled around an iPhone, but please don't be one of those podcasts. Um, if you want to do that to start off with, you can. Just don't make those episodes live. Just do that for yourself <laughs> to listen to yourself. Go back and hear yeah. how you talk with other people and then go and invest in some stuff so that people can understand you on the audio equipment that you're listening to that you're recording yourself on and putting your podcast out there on. And uh, a good laptop is also good. You don't need a high rig PC. Mike has a pretty good PC that he records on, but I've done every single episode we've ever recorded on a HP laptop. So you need a decent well, laptop, need. a good microphone and a good pair of headphones for sure. Is there any other equipment there, Mike, that I'm missing in a good podcast? Pot filter is really nice. I got one. I'm using one right now. It uh, helps me not have the rumbles and, and that kind of stuff that comes from the mic. Uh, so that's super important. Pop filters, you can find them for like 15 bucks. Um, uh, I have a podcast arm or a mic arm now for my for my uh, microphone. Uh, and that really helps just because I can have it. It's always connected uh, before I would have to kind of, you know, set up. And it would take me about 15 minutes to just get everything set up. Now I have a little arm that can just pull down and my microphone comes there. Nice. So it looks looks pretty cool feels pretty professional one day i want to have a wrestler microphone where like you know like the announcer has the microphone <laughs> that comes down on a wire i want to do that that would be sweet <laughs> that would be sick i i would like that for the uh for my office also the on-air sign i think that that's an investment we need to make one day you know in a radio uh yes radio oh office. i know oh yeah for yep. sure we got to do that eventually definitely that's a good christmas gift for anyone who wants to get me a christmas <laughs> the present. neon on-air sign that'd be sweet to have someday yeah yeah, but yeah, that is uh, our conclusion of Podcasting 101 and uh, Episode 101, Neil. Yeah, that, that's been a really fun episode. But Mike, I think we need to do a little bit of a variation on our closing uh, closing thoughts. Where do you see the GameCube is Cool podcast going forward? Well, uh, we will be continuing with the GameCube, of course, for the next 25 or so episodes. We'll, for the rest of 2022, it will be still all GameCube. So uh, fret not, uh, you have still another half year with us for gamecube content and then after that neil it's uh 
it's up in the air. We will of course be talking about video games and we'll of course be talking about the GameCube a little bit there. We'll never not talk about the GameCube. Uh, there are episodes that we love to kind of redo. We'd love to go, you know, more into NHL hits uh, and kind of revisit a couple of games that we feel like we didn't do justice to in the beginning. And there's also just games that uh, we'd like to talk about that we never got to talk about because they were uh, PAL releases or, you know, weren't released in North America. Uh, but I think uh, eventually we will be talking about video games and maybe even other pop culture things. Who knows? Yeah, I would love to transition once we're done the GameCube, of course. I'm really excited for the next several months of doing this and talking more about other GameCube-related things and just video games from the 2000s. That's obviously our favorite era yeah. of video games. We might talk here and there about more modern stuff, but I love talking about old stuff that'll probably end up being some kind of a nostalgia podcast. We obviously have a lot of hobbies around uh, movies, TV shows, music, sports, and many, 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 many other things. So it'll be nice to have that this outlet to talk about those things on. Also so that maybe some of our family members can listen to some of this stuff because most of our family don't play video games, but it'd be fun to be like, <laughs> hey, we did a podcast about your favorite movie. Listen to it. Uh, yeah, we'll never be a news podcast. Yeah. That is one thing that we'll never become. We'll we'll always stick in this lovely era of the early 2000s. Exactly. But Mike, well, we're stuck in the early era of the 2000s. <laughs> Why don't you let listeners know what they can expect next week on episode 102 of the GameCube School podcast. Next week on episode 102 is uh, taking a break from our podcasting class and going into the class of Star Fox and the Star Fox Academy. It's Star Fox Assault on the Nintendo GameCube, the second Star Fox game we get on the console and this one I would say is more of a traditional Star Fox game in comparison to uh, Star Fox Adventures but uh, it's a game that people uh, still are kind of critical of I would say uh, in the Star Fox universe. Yeah, history hasn't quite turned around on Star Fox Assault yet on GameCube the same way it has on games like Wind Waker, which at first received, you know, pretty critical bashing when it first came out and eventually became like a 10 out of 10 game. None of the old Star Fox games have had that turnaround yet. I'm not sure if they ever will at this point, to be honest. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm really excited to talk about the Star Fox series in general. Uh, I actually had a seniors moment and forgot that we already covered <laughs> Star Fox Adventures, so that was interesting this morning. Uh, but I'm still excited to talk about some of my memories of Star Fox 64, Star Fox Zero, just all those games games in yeah. general and yeah like assault for me it, it was a game that i didn't love at first when i first played it but I'm, I'm starting to grow a softer spot for it but we'll talk more about that next week until then ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening to episode 101 of the gamekeep school podcast new episode every thursday on all the major podcast services leave us a rating and a review so we can make the show better you can support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash the gamekeep cool all patrons get the show ad free and a little early thank you so much to everybody over there you can follow us for free on instagram twitter or facebook and join the weekly conversation on our discord channel just search the gamecube was cool share us with your friends and family here's to another 100 episodes thank you so much for the support and we will see you next week and before we leave we'd like to leave you with this lovely kind of clip compilation of some of the best and stupidest jokes and other great moments from the last 100 episodes hope you enjoy it so Scott I'm not Scott. sure, I couldn't confirm before I hopped on this that if, if this was on the GameCube version or not, but it was definitely on the PlayStation 2. Like if it had a soundtrack at all. There wasn't a PlayStation 2 version of this game though. Yeah, it was only for GameCube. Oh, I think I'm looking at the wrong game then. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just all wrong. Disney Extreme Skate Adventure? No, no, Disney, Disney Sports, Sports Skateboarding. skateboarding. <laughs> All right, well, you want to, you want to redo that then, I guess? No! <laughs> Keep this in. 
I knew I knew one guy who who made his GameCube into a, a lunchbox. That is disgusting. <laughs> we will not stand for such blatant disrespect of the GameCube. So I'm guessing the GameCube no longer worked after he did that. Yeah, it was no longer cool. Did it keep cold things cold and hot things hot? I think it did the opposite. I think it made cold things hot and hot things cold. <laughs> it it ruined everything. The female friend in this game is also funny. It looks like Hatsune Miku, but Hatsune Miku wasn't even like created yet at that point. She just looks like it. it's really. I like really your. Weird. I like the, the the buddy Harry because he looks like like the front page character on like how to draw anime. You'd find it like Indigo or like the Scholastic. <laughs> yeah. So Harry Harry is a guy that tries to convince you to like come along to the final boss, and he's the one that scolds you on like, you know. Not saving the human race. Yeah, also he's got a mullet. <laughs> so you finally convinced your you finally convinced your wife to get Oh, I'm really peeking. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. you sound like a speaking spell. <laughs> is it really peeking that yeah, could bad? You, could, you, could you turn that game down? No idea, dude. It's turned all the way it's turned all the way down normally. You sound like the voice of my bop it on its last legs. <laughs> bop, bop it. it. <laughs> Twist it. <laughs> That's the natural progression, but Neil, I, th I think it might be time to actually make our big announcement. What do you think? Yeah, 100%, Mike. Let, let the fans know what they can expect for uh, once we're done this podcast. Again, we have 1,600 games left, but in five years, uh, let them know what console we're covering. Well, in five years, Neil, we will be covering... The Gizmondo. Gizmondo. <laughs> it's about time, baby. PlayStation 2, because handles are for luggage. If your first experience with the N64 is now, I totally get it, but... If you literally asked for it for Christmas and then asked for the controller before <laughs> Christmas so you could work it in, <laughs> you may have been a big fan of the N64 as a child. I'm not saying that was me, but... That's just a sad story. <laughs> <laughs> you know those little, like, thermoses that you could put soup in? Like, they come, no. like, they're, like, blue on the bottom, white top. You guys know exactly what I'm talking Never about. Never heard yeah. of it. I know exactly. I, I yeah, those things, those things can go themselves. Like, <laughs> you, put, like you put, like, piping hot anything in there. These are dangerous by, words you're spouting, Neil. And you can't microwave them, I don't think. I never did, because I think did there was Did you ever do the, the Kraft mac and cheese or Kraft dinner, as we say, in the thermos, only to have a solid block of mac and cheese come out of your thermos? Yeah. Yeah, that's a classic, yeah. classic oh, lunch snack. Yeah. The yeah, cylinder like a of mac and cheese. A dildo of mac and cheese comes yeah, out. Yeah, you went like, that direction, but yeah, same, yep. same joke. That's the shape it was in. <laughs> yeah, depending on how big you are. <laughs> and thick. That's a lot of mac and cheese and a lot of uh, pain. Anyway. Those things weren't good for anything. Like soup, you couldn't slurp it out. You had to eat it. Like, like if you tried to drink it, it would all come down your face. Yeah, we were in that age group. I don't know just how, I don't want to say like how old you were or anything, but I was born in, Mike and I were both born she's, in 90. She's 92. 92. Yeah. Okay, so you're slightly older than we are then. Okay, we're Well, okay, you don't have to like, declare it. <laughs> An older woman on the show today, Mike. Wow. There's even, there's even like I people who. played that game mode at all. See? Yeah, mm -hmm. see, Victor's with me. <laughs> well, you didn't respect our law enforcement, Victor? <laughs> Look, everyone knows what side I come down on when it comes to the cops. <laughs> Being on the NHL game really didn't uh, kind of register with me. It was it was a you know it was a side gig. It was a voiceover gig, and yeah. it, it was pretty cool. But you know, I didn't mm -hmm. until people started coming up to me and saying, "Aren't you that guy on the NHL series?" And I went, <laughs> "I went, wow, this is amazing." We have Katy Perry last Friday night on Sims Three. Okay.
Yeah, there's a friendly reminder to all the adults playing Pokemon. It's a kid's game, so don't complain that it's easy. Let it go. Move on. Thank you. You want a console where all the sides are the same length? There's a name for that. Communism. Starting February 1st, the Little Root Karate Dojo will be reopening to the general public. Sign up now for socially distanced classes led by our certified trainers, Blaziken, Hitmonchan, and Hitmon Lee? Kids 6 to 11 classes are now available. The Wabafet punching bags will remain open for appointments only. Birthday parties? Check out the new Lugia Pinata. Little Root Dojo is not responsible for children turning into shadow Pokemon. Come on down today. Vic is a retired voice actor for background characters and failed Nickelodeon pilots. Victor comes from a long family history of Irish golfers. Victor was disowned by his family after he told them he'd prefer to be a caddy over an actual golfer. He now works outside of the Tim Hortons at Young and Dundas Square, offering people tips on what to order for breakfast based on their height and the weather. What about those like little spoons? Remember like those little, uh, I'm going to trigger some people, but remember those like ice cream packs you'd get and you'd get like a, a wooden spear to eat it with? Oh yes. Anybody remember I, that? And you get, oh, you get you like mean little splinters on that it. was like the size of a thumbnail. I remember the taste of the spoon. I don't remember what the ice cream tastes like now. Because that just tasted like wood. Well, the ice cream also tasted like wood. <laughs> oh yeah? Oh maybe. <laughs> yeah, if you remember so there's the no confusion. spoon, but not the ice cream. That's a very bad yeah. sign. And um one of my favorites, uh MXPX is late again. Uh yes. <laughs> Simless version. I love MXPX. Oh my god. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> so glad this is real. Well, Neil, uh, uh, he's gone away. Neil is gone after that horrible news that there is no Pikmin 4, does not exist, and he might never come back. So joining me in his stead is our new co-host. Please welcome Enemy of the Pod, Ramon. I finally did it. This is the plan all along. I'm playing the long con. I finally got Neil's spot. 75 episodes later, and Ramon finally got, got, got the spot after his first appearance in the original Pikmin episode. And uh, you know what? I think this, is, this makes sense that you are now taking over for Pikmin 2. Yeah, hold on tight, everyone. We're actually just going to talk about mobile <laughs> games now. No more GameCube games ever. PlayStation 2, the console that's not shaped like a polyhedron. My favorite part of the sound design of the game was like music aside and things like that, which is obviously great, like the ambient sounds and things like that. You get exp experience points and things like that. So it's a bit more of a complicated uh, level up system and things like that. Hello? <laughs> I think that's Victor. Hey, friends. Hello. Hey. I'm hearing your computer basically and not Are me. you Are you driving your <laughs> Nissan 350Z? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, R Remain? Harrison sounds like a bitch. Oh, wait, we're not recording, right? Like, that's not part of the show? 